Ethiopia and media will say to all the king's officials that they have heard of the behavior of the queen. Thus, there will be excessive contempt and wrath. There will be excessive contempt and wrath. So I just got a, a definition of contempt that I want to just give us so that it becomes clear. So one of the many definitions is disregard for something that should be considered. The feeling that a person or a thing is worthless or beneath consideration. So this is exactly what the queen had done to the king. And the man of wisdom said, if the news of the behavior of the queen goes out to all the ladies in the kingdom, this is how they are going to treat their husbands. How are they going to treat their husbands? They would dis disregard them as something that should not be considered. And also, they will see their husbands as worthless and beneath consideration and wrath. So, the office that Vashti occupied in the kingdom as a queen was a very high office. She knew the king. She knew the nakedness of the king. She knew the weaknesses of the king and everything about the king. There is nothing about the king that was hidden from the queen. I want you to see how close she was to the king. And because she was close to the king, she had influence. The influence was brought about her proximity to the king. I talked to a friend of mine at one time. He had a leader, and this leader was very close to the pastor. Now, the leader went about borrowing money from the saints and conning the church members and collecting tithes from the church, and the tithes never went to the books and to the secretaries. And people trusted the leader, gave the leader, he would go even without saying the name of the pastor. But because he was close to the pastor, the people felt there is no way he can be bad if he is close to a good man. Alright? So not everyone who is close to a man of God is a good example. Not everyone who is close to a pastor, to a leader in the church, is a good person. Your proximity does not make you good. It is your relationship with God and the renewal of your mind that makes you good. A title does not make one good. The title pastor. At first I spoke about being close to a man of God. Now I'm talking about the titles. The title pastor, prophet, teacher, uh, archbishop, bishop, 
uh, elder deacon whatever whatever title it is does not make one a good example one is only a good example if they are following and they have patterned their life after Jesus who is the good example so you should know Jesus very well to know the man to follow imitate me as I imitate Christ so you should know Christ very well before you start imitating Paul because your imitation of Paul should be an indirect imitation or rather direct imitation of Christ if you don't know Christ very well it is very easy for Paul to lead you astray because Paul has got or he has had encounters Paul has had experiences but we don't follow experiences we don't follow testimonies we follow the word so Peter says we did not follow stories fables but we saw we were with him on the mountain when he was transfigured so what we are preaching to you declaring to you they are the very things that we saw we handled we experienced are you following me so Jesus comes and says something very important and he says in Matthew chapter number 11 can I have Matthew chapter number 11 please praise God be a good example all right it's taking long to come I'll read it from mine verse 28 to 29 come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls now there are two things I think I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago I'm gonna emphasize on that today so that we we bring clarity verse 28 says come to me and I you who are weary and burdened and I will give you so there is a rest that is given and then there is a rest that is found there is a rest that is given and after you are given that rest you need to find the given rest given rest is not an automatic license to a soul rest hallelujah the bible says to be carnally minded is death and it is enmity to god now when it is saying to be carnally minded it, paul was talking to a people who were born again whose spirits were renewed perfected sealed but yet he comes and says you may be perfect in your spirits but if you don't renew your mind you will not enjoy the perfection in your thoughts although you are already perfected that's why you have got believers who are born again who are righteous who are in good standing before God but not in good standing before man why look at this if you come to me I will give you rest 
all of us who are born again, rest has been given to us. But not all of us are resting. How do I know that? When this whole chaos started, were you rested? Although you were given rest, but you were not resting. The disciples, when there was a storm, although they were with rest himself, Jesus, they were not at rest. That's why Jesus emphasized on worry, worry, worry. Do not worry on what you are going to eat. Do not worry on what you're going to dress and put on. Do not worry. Do not worry. Why? Because you can be a believer and still worry and not enjoy the rest of God. Praise God. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So the rest for your soul is as a result of where you learn from. If you are born again and you learn from people, you will not enjoy the rest, although the rest was already given. If you learn from the news, and you learn from your degree, and you learn from your uh, profession, whether as a medical practitioner, whether as, uh, as a scientist, whether as an economist, if you learn from your profession, your profession will never give you rest because rest is only found. Rest for your soul is only found when you follow a good example. Now, in order for you to rest, you don't need good conditions. You can rest in the middle of a storm. That's the Jesus kind of rest. You rest when coronavirus is at its peak. You still rest. Why are people so chilled now? Because the statistics are going down. So their rest is increasing. Because everything seems to be normal. The news is telling them it's now becoming normal and normal. When they were digging a million graves in Hauteng, and they were saying that it's going to reach its peak in September, you panicked. You were not rested. So now you are beginning to find rest. Not from learning from the perfect example. But you are beginning to find rest from the news. What the doctors are saying. and Everything that is happening. So if you are to find rest, not for your spirit. Because the rest for your spirit is given. The rest for your soul is found by you when you access the rest that is already given in your spirit. Then you enjoy the rest when you learn from the rest. Praise God. So, a perfect example for every believer is Jesus. A perfect example for every believer is Jesus. Know him so well. Not theoretically, but by revelation, because everything that you know by revelation you will experience. If you are not experiencing something, it means you don't know it by revelation. Whenever you get a hold 
of revelation, revelation will lead you to action. There is never a revelation without an action. So we learn from we learn from Jesus. Now what do we learn from him? We learn to love as he loved. He was a good example of what it means to love unconditionally. So we learn from him. Vashti is having a feast with just the women. The the women wives to the princes. But these guys are saying, you know what? Bad news travels fast. What has happened here? The other women in this kingdom will hear that the king was disrespected by Vashti and he did nothing. There was no punishment. There was no correction. There was no rebuke. So they will also because follow, follow, follow. Follow the leader. Right? This is what we are taught. You go to preschool, this is the first thing that they teach you. So that you are always in line. Follow, follow, follow. Follow the leader. I said before, if you are not good enough to lead, be humble enough to follow. The problem comes when you are not good enough to lead and you are proud to follow. Humility is the ability to subject yourself to an already existing pattern. There is an already existing pattern. Don't go and create a new pattern. Jesus is already the pattern. There is no other pattern that is found in a church that is not Jesus. No. Why? Because Jesus is not building churches. He's building his body, the body of Christ. So if, if, if the, the, the Jesus church now has got many patterns, then we have a problem. It's not like here at Grace Chapter Church we are the leg and another church is another leg and the other church is a hand and another church. No. We as we are, we are the body. We don't know whether we are the ear, the whatever. We know we are the body of Christ. How do we know we are the body of Christ? Because he is the head and you are the body. We are members of his body. All of us as individuals. We are members of his body. Because the fullness of the Godhead dwells in, in you. So if you are looking for a pattern to follow, follow the Jesus pattern. Every place where there is a peculiar pattern, it's a suspicious place. Any place that you find where people have got a, a peculiar, a different pattern, one given to them alone, not given to others. You know why? Because the moment you say ours is peculiar, then you are, you are refusing to be, to subject yourself to the standard of the word. Because you have got another pattern that you have to be subjected to. 
I don't know if you got this one. But if all of us are following the same pattern, then we can critique what you are doing against the standard that God has already set. And that is the word. Because all of us are following the same Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. Go and follow, go through the narrow gate, narrow way, so we are in the same way. We are members of the way. People of the way, not the ways. The problem that Paul had with Peter, and the Bible says he rebuked Peter because he was to blame, is because Peter was trying to bring into the church a Judaism system, a mixture. When he was with the Gentiles, he was eating and fellowshipping with the Gentiles. But once he was now, the, the, the guys from Jerusalem when they came, Peter now wanted to go for the pattern, the Jerusalem pattern. And Paul says we only have one pattern, the Jesus pattern. It is no circumcision. Let's follow that one. It's no Greek, no Jew. We are one in him. Let's follow that one. No male, no female. Let's follow that one. Now, if Peter and Paul were having different patterns, then there was no need for Peter to be rebuked by Paul. Because Peter was going to say, I am following the Jerusalem pattern. What I'm doing is acceptable in Jerusalem. So sin is universal. There is no sin in South Africa which is not sin in America. Sin is sin. Even where homosexuality has been authorized and given permission and legalized, it's still sin. Because the book says, you cannot say, well, homosexuality is not sin in South Africa, it's only sin in Zimbabwe because it has not been legalized in Zimbabwe. The, we go by the standard of the word of God. This is the example. Are you hearing me, church? Follow, follow, follow. Follow the leader. Your word is the lamp. It is what? It's the lamp unto my feet. A light unto my path. Your word. And God highly exalted his word far above his name so that all of us are supposed to walk after the standard and follow the example set before us by Jesus I'm preaching good love as you were loved not, not the love that you see on you magazine that's not the example. Love as you were loved. We have got an example of love. Why do you use your father as an example of love? The only time you are allowed to use your biological father, your biological parents' example of love is only when their love is after the love of Jesus. Then you make reference to their love because their love is the same as the love of Jesus. Follow me as I follow Christ. John chapter 13 verse 34. 
a new commandment I give you. A new commandment, new doctrine, new command. There is nothing wrong with new. What they are calling, what everybody is calling the new grace message, and they call it uh, hyper grace. Do you know it's scriptural? What we preach, what I preach is hyper grace. You know hypermarket? You go to a pick and pay hyper? You go to check as hyper? We preach grace hyper. We don't do it as a supermarket. It's hyper stuff. It's abundant stuff. Shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound? No. How can we who are dead to sin live any longer in it? But when you come to the hypermarket of grace, you will find everything that you need. You need joy, it will be provided. You need peace, it is provided. Forgiveness of sins is provided. There is nothing. You will find clothes in the hypermarket. You will find a hardware in the hypermarket. You will find a food in the hypermarket. Come on, church. We have a hyper Jesus. That's why our teaching is hyper. Everything is hyper. Out of the ordinary. Out of the normal. It's a new doctrine. That's why there is a new commandment. A new commandment I give you. That you love one another as I have loved you. In the Old Testament it was different. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now he says now I'm giving you what is new. As I have loved you. So learn how he loves in order for you to love others the way the perfect example loves you. You don't need to love your wife the way the world says love your wife. I was talking to Gary yesterday. He, he said uh, there's something that Pastor George mentioned when he was teaching couples meeting at some point. He says, you go and pay Lobola for your wife for 70,000 rands. Right? Or they tell you 20 cows. Right? Only to think of divorcing that very same wife for burning meat that you bought for 50 rand. Or a trousers that you bought for 200. Are you burn my trousers when you're ironing it? So, well, you are not perfect. You are not a good wife. Yet you, you paid 70,000 for that person. Well, where's Lobola? We were not buying though. But it's, it's Lobola. It's a redemption price. Bridal price. Jesus bought that, bought us. The blood. Praise God. So love as you were loved. How many times do you burn food in your marriage with Jesus? He doesn't say, I'll divorce you. Never be a guy who always has divorce on his lips. Or a lady who is always thinking about going to my father's house. Every time, I'll go, I'll leave you. I'll go, I'll leave you. Love as he loved you. Don't love as you feel. Don't love like Oprah teaches. Don't love like Dr. Phil teaches. Don't love like you heard from Somizi and whoever it is. Love as you were loved. We have an example. Why are we making other examples our examples? The world has got its own example. Let them follow their example. We know the leader. Follow, follow, follow. Follow the leader. Who is the leader of the church? Jesus is the head. 
Who are we to follow? We are supposed to follow Jesus. People follow leaders. So these wise men, they knew what she has done here. Number one, we cannot keep it private because people talk. Nothing is private in this life. Even what is private is not private. Okay? Where do we go out? The wives of the princes will hear this. And the whole kingdom will hear this. And they will do the same. Why? Because the king allowed the queen to have her own feast. And have the ladies listen to her. She is worth to be listened to and to be followed. That's why the king meant when he says, go and make your own feast there. I trust her, listen to her. She's a good example. Just as I am to the princes of the land, she is to you, the women of the land. So when Vashiti said, I'm not coming, I'm not resting, then the women were going to also say, we are not coming, we are not resting. You are not worthy to be followed. We disregard you. Treat their husbands with contempt. Because that's what I feel like. It's, it makes sense. It's your right. Right? It's your right. You can brag about it. It's my right. You know, we are equal. Equal rights. You see, I'm not different from you. Sub submission is a blessing. It's not a curse. It's a blessing from God. Submission, it's a blessing. You know what submission, when you submit, you can never take any blame if you are submissive. Never. A submissive person will never be blamed. It's impossible. If you submit yourself under the righteousness of Jesus, it will be your righteousness. Pressure is always with the one who is leading. As long as you are taking orders and submission, it doesn't matter what goes wrong. You are following the leader. But the problem that we have, blame came on Vashiti because she just failed to submit. The reason why some women are always blamed by their husbands is because you want to lead when you are not supposed to lead. Uh. Up, up. Try and lead and bring your own salvation. Try and lead. You want to say, okay, we are the same. You know, you don't submit to the finished work of the cross. It's exactly the same thing. Where is the problem? Says, okay, the kind, uh, pastor, you don't know my husband. I, he's not the kind that I can submit to. If you submit to that husband of yours, you will never take blame. You are safe. It's you. It's you who, who is leading. If your wife or if your husband says, now let's sit together, let's plan together, let's talk together, you put your contribution. If he doesn't want, he just wants to do his own thing, 
you try and help he says no I, you know what step back submit the blame will never come on you you will always be a good wife who submits imagine you try and lead you lead us in a wrong direction Woo-hoo. that story will never end I'll quote verses and verses and verses and tell you who doesn't want a life where they are it's risk free it's pressure free I'll never take blame because I am you see that's why Eve is a problem in the garden Eve is a problem in the garden and the wife knows and the next verse that you find the bible says your desire when jesus you know when god came and he was telling them what was what had changed it says your desire will be to rule over your husband it's a it's a it's a desire of the case yeah, well i'm talking bible it's the desire of a case to rule over your husband it's there in the bible will grow this this your desire will be that's what religion is religion is a desire to go above jesus and have and have and have and have a direct a direct link to god without jesus religion believes in god minus jesus there is no religion that does not value god every religion values god the only problem go to judaism they value god well, the person they don't want is jesus they don't want it is finished they don't want to submit to the righteousness of jesus they want to build their own righteousness follow 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 the leader you'll be safe if you are lost you just say ah oh, honey oh, it's unfortunate So where to now because i was thinking you see there there is nothing wrong giving your point it is how you give your point you see men don't usually reject points no they rejected the men at the point is presented usually it's not your point they, they don't ris- disregard what you say but if you try and be clever and you want to establish and say you know i'm smarter i'm better i'm this they will reject what is noble let me tell you something men don't have a problem hitting a brick wall as long as they have not listened to you they, they don't have a problem they, they will do it they know they know it's not, it's not it's not going to work your point is valid but the fact that you see i i always say I always say Jesus when he was dealing with people he never answered their questions he answered the spirit behind their questions It's not what they were saying That's why even what they had not said he responded to the spirit the spirit that was speaking is the problem The demons also say he's God he's the Christ and they tremble but you see the reason why 
Jesus never take their testimonies as valid and all that. It's the spirit. It's an evil spirit saying. Another evil spirit spoke. Acts chapter number 16. These are the servants of the Most High God. He was talking about Paul and Silas. What the demon was saying is correct. They were servants of the Most High God. But Paul did not rebuke the words. He rebuked the spirit that was speaking. I'm talking about example. Practical stuff. The spirit. Okay. Now we come to Jesus. We want to tell him again what to do. He has already told us what to do. We want to tell him what to do. That's what the church is like. So we love as we were loved. We forgive as we were forgiven. Where is the pattern? Is Jesus' pattern. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. As you were forgiven, forgive. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. That's the pattern to follow. Don't follow your uncle. We're still holding a grudge with the dead. And that's the one. That, of all the examples, you come here all the time, we teach you what Christ did, we give you even our testimonies and all that, and you still choose to follow an example. Failure in Christ is an option. I mean, it's a choice, rather. It's a choice. If you want to fail in Christ, it's a choice. You don't fail because there is no examples. You find people in church. You come to a church like this one. They are good people. They are bad people. Because every church has got good seed and tears. Amen. In every church, there are good people and bad people. Because the sower went and he sowed good seed. And he went to sleep. While he was sleeping... A bad guy, the enemy came in the night and he sowed bad seed. And the disciple says, Oh, can we deal uproot the, the tears? So no, 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 no. Difficult to tell. Let them grow together. We'll see it at harvest time. Every church has got good people, bad people. When you are a patient, you don't go to the bed of the other patient for treatment. You call for the nurse, nurse. Because in the hospital, there are sick people and there are well people. The well people are treating the sick people. When you are well, you are discharged because there is a number of well people that has to be maintained at any given time. So if you go to a person who is already struggling with a sickness and you want a prescription and you take their same medication, you'll be in trouble. So... In a church like this, we have got bad people. I know them. <laughs> we have bad people. But what do we do? We cannot uproot them. Judas was bad, but still walked with Jesus. That's why I say, if you 
Look at a person and say, because he is close to the pastor, he must be good. Judas was close to Jesus, but that did not make him good. Being good is a decision that a person makes. It's not forced. With the Jesus kind of word, still someone betrayed him. You see, you, the problem that you do when you come to church, you want everyone to be your example. You see, Judas, Judas is your example. When, 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 when the alabaster jar woman, that prostitute, came, pew, broke her alabaster jar, wiped the feet of Jesus. Judas and other guys, actually, is it John who says Judas? says, what a waste. If only this money or this perfume was sold and the money given. Judas makes sense. But he is a bad example. He does not know what it means. He actually objects people who want to love Jesus and give Jesus. Judas will stop you from giving Jesus. You would rather have money given to the poor, not Jesus. Poor Jesus. So Judas places poor people over Jesus. Poor people who have. We, we will have poor people. I don't know you. If you want to be on the side of the poor, or then we will have you. But if you want to be on the other side, you also speak like me. We will have poor people all the time. But the presence of poor people will not stop us from giving Jesus. Some people say, how can you tell me to give Jesus? Do I even see Jesus? You love Jesus. Have you ever seen him? You go to church. Have you ever seen Jesus? The money is the one that you want to see Jesus face to put money in his hand. Everything else is faith, 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 faith. Now, now when it comes to money, you are now smarter. Yet you come here, you have not seen Jesus. When he says, Jesus, come into my heart. Did you see him? Say, Phew! Phew! Ah, this money will be eaten by someone. Yes. And that someone includes you. Because when you come to church every Sunday, you are spending Jesus' money. Example. For if you follow Judas' example, Judas, Judas will tell you, let's give poor people. But the same Judas was there at the feeding of the 5,000 and said it's not enough to even give the poor people. Whose example are you following? In a church like this, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I pastored a church. I, I, I always give you this story. I pastored a church. I had a believer, some boys in my church. We were busy bringing people to the Lord, you know, the, the young girls to the Lord. They were proposing to every girl. New girl, they are proposing to the girls. They are proposing. Now, so I waited. It was a big Sunday. You know, when I want to rebuke, I don't do this. If I want to rebuke, when, when I feel like today I'm going to rebuke, I mention you by name and I rebuke you openly. Because the book empowers me to say so. Jesus never rebuked Pharisees privately. No. I taught on the subject prophet. You remember the series prophet? The word of God 
is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, so that the man of God may be built up. If you thought we in the hypermarket there is no rebuke, it's there. You find it in the hypermarket. Read Paul. I'll, I'll read it for you. In case you don't have time at your house. I'll read the verses for you. Of the apostle of grace. So I stood up and said, so and so, so and so, stand up. They stood up. And I said, I'm busy bringing people to the Lord. You are busy chasing them away. You propose every girl that comes. One week, you target. Visitors, stand up. We don't know that while we are making them to stand up so that we welcome them. Someone is seeing potential candidate, potential, potential, potential. Like, ha! So I rebuke them openly. And after I rebuke them, I asked them, I told them that because I love you, that's why I rebuked you, you must thank me and buy me something. They bought me shirts, nice shirts to thank me for rebuking them publicly. My point is, if you are a new believer, you, you follow the pattern of these boys who are not born again, then we have a problem. Yet there is a Jesus example. Do you know as a pastor, when, you, when people come and you see them, they are now going to the other side. You're like, God, is he going to come back alive? I pray. That's what we'll be doing from Monday to Saturday before we come to see you. Is that, mm, I saw him with some, that person. Lord, please preserve him. So that we find him in one spirit. Whoo! Matthew 20, 26 to 28. Save as you were saved. The save is S-E-R-V-E. Okay? Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. This is the example. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a, a ransom for many. All right? So you see now, after Jesus you know, left, I have to rush now because of my time. After Jesus departed, having walked with him for three and a half years, the disciples were learning. The same way Jesus brought that little girl to life is the same way Peter brought Dorcas back to life. He went there, said everybody go out and prayed he saw the example of Jesus and did exactly we have got a pattern that is worthy to be followed it's the Jesus pattern amen they healed as he healed right because we have got a, a perfect example that we ought to learn from now let me go to Paul now now I'm, talk, I'm no longer talking about Jesus I'm talking about you and me as we follow Jesus why is it you don't have confidence for people to learn from you
Why? Because even if people are not telling you that they are learning from you, they are learning from you. People, there are people who believe you, there are people who hold you in high regard, who are learning from you without you even knowing they are learning from you. You don't know it, but they are learning from you. They get strength, they learn from you. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. There is a walking, not a speaking, not speaking worthy, no, not confession, no, walking worthy. Paul is saying walk worthy. Don't walk like you are you are fools. There's a verse I'll give you. Actually, let me give you. Give me Ephesians chapter 5. Let's try verse what? Let's try verse 15. It was not in my notes. But I think there is uh, something that we can get there. Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, let's try uh, New King James, please. Yeah, watch your step and use your head. That's uh, actually nice. Watch your step, use your head. See them. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Which means there's a walking of fools. Born again people who can be fools. There, there is that. But don't walk as fools. If you go to the next verse, verse 16, it says, Redeeming the times, because the days are evil. So walk worthy of your calling, following the example of Jesus. <coughs> Hallelujah. You can write this down, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. Especially if you read it from the message, you'll be blessed. No, no, no. Let's read it. Watch what God does, and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Mostly what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not <coughs> cautious but extravagant. <coughs> He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. My friend once preached a message when the Bible school. It's not water, but it's wine. John chapter 2. He says, now when the guys, we always laugh at him because of that sermon. I'm sure he's watching. I'm still laughing at you. <laughs> now with my church. <laughs> he's a good friend, so 
you won't get offended because, because he loves Jesus. So he says, yeah, when those guys came and now they took the water and the guy tested it, the, 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 the leader of the feast, it was no longer water, but it was now wine. It's not water, but it's wine. <laughs> so this was water. It was not wine. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. I see. This is the example. Love like that. Don't allow love to turn into lust. Setting off a downhill slide into sexual uh, promiscuity, filthy practices, or bullying greed. Those sometimes just love the taste of gossip. Christians have better uses for language than that. Don't talk dirty or silly. That kind of talk does not fit our lifestyle. Thanksgiving is our dialect. <clears throat> Beautiful, eh? Thanksgiving is our dialect. We give thanks. Philippians chapter 3 verse 17. We're going to rush through this. Philippians chapter 3, 17. Become imitators of me, brethren. This is Paul speaking. And observe attentively those who conduct themselves. So he's saying, also observe among you. Don't be fools. Observe among you. Those who conduct themselves in a manner which reflects the example which you have in us. What is the example that you have in us? The Christ example. Now you have seen the example in us. Now observe. Maturity is observing. Those among you who follow our example. Which means there are some among you who do not follow our example. Hyper grace. Titus 2, 7 to 8. This is too good to be true. How can you just say, yeah, my sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, and you are causing other people to backslide? Well, they, to go back and even not to be born again. You are a light on a, put under the table. It's not showing any light. The, house, the room is still dark. Yeah, my sins are, are forgiven, past, present, and future. It's true. You are forgiven, fool. Yeah, it's true. You are forgiven past, present, future. This is not strong language. In case you think I'm using strong language. No, it's not strong language. It's censored. I could have actually used more stronger language than this to make my point. Because it's a serious point. Which verse were we here? Yes. Philippians 3.17. Titus, yes, Titus. In all things, show yourself to be a pattern. Wow. Show yourself to be a pattern of good works. Ask your neighbor, well, you are far from each other, but just say, are you a pattern of good works? Good works, say good works. Grace works, say grace works. 
any grace message that does not work is not it. Grace works. Grace works. Faith works. It only works from grace and works from faith. But it works. Ah, works is a word people, grace people don't want to hear. It's like an evil word. Yet Paul, the great apostle of grace, was using it all the time. It's just the context of using it. In doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility. Now, when he says incorruptibility, is the ability to put God's word above age, experience. Don't be corrupted by people's age. Don't let people bring age into the argument of doctrine. Don't let people bring experience in an argument of doctrine. Truth has nothing to do with age. Jesus died when he was 33 years. I'm above his age as I speak to you now. But he spoke truth. Hallelujah. I want to repeat. Jesus, when he died, he was above 33 years. Others say 33 and a half, whatever, 33, I'm above it. Which means when he started to speak truth, he walked in truth. His ministry started when he was 30. He was already speaking truth. Yet someone comes and says, you know, the church, this church is older than you. It's older. Yeah, the church can be older than me. But I'm older than the age that Jesus was when he died and he had already started to speak truth. And someone says, hey, Jesus was already there from the beginning. It's true. Who told you I was not with him in the beginning? Because I have eternal life. What does eternal life mean? Eternal life does not have beginning. It's life eternal. No beginning, no end. I was with him. The lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the ages. Before this earth was there, I was there in him. Don't come and tell me age business. Hey, age, hey, what, what, hey, experience. I'll give you the age of Jesus. If you change his birth certificate first, then you come to me. You see, the problem with the Pharisees, it was age. How can you say Abraham before Abraham was, I am. Look at your age. He says, oh, you are missing something, my friends. It's truth. Incorruptibility. Sound speech that cannot be condemned. That no one who is an open opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say to of you. Nothing evil. Now, if we put your opponent, can you put them to shame? Will they not find evil to speak of you? How you walk, how you live, how you talk, or they don't even need to look for it. So it's better for them to scratch around for evil. Not to just find it. Give them a hard time of trying to find evil in you. Not that for you it's easy. You can be mistaken for anything else that is not a Christian. You can be everything else that is not Christian. You are close to that. As long, just as long as my spirit is sealed. We don't see your spirit. We don't live in your spirit. We live with you. You think your wife loved your spirit? 
Did you love your wife? Love your spirit. Fall in love with your spirit. Says no. Don't worry. Even if I'm prostituting, just love me because me, I'm spirit. I'm spirit. I also go and prostitute. We just love spirit, spirit. Now, when I also go, you are angry. How can you, my wife, do this to me? Why should I not do it? If we are spirit, spirit, let's do spirit business. Then flesh, flesh, we do what we want. That's not how we're supposed to be. The Bible says, "He who commits adultery sins against his own body. Every sin is outward. It's wrong. It's wrong to commit adultery. It's wrong. It cannot be sanitized, like you sanitize your hand. It's wrong. It's evil. You put the name of the Lord to shame." You are not a good example. There is an example. It's a Christ example. He was tested in all points, but yet without sin. You are lucky. My time is up. First Timothy chapter four, verse twelve. Let no one despise you, despise your youth, but be an example. To the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. You see, conduct is there. Paul, Paul, the apostle of grace, put conduct the way you walk. So I don't care. You don't care. We care. Last verse. It's only the last verse because I love you. Matthew chapter five, verse thirteen to sixteen. All right, it says, "You are the salt of the earth, but if the loss, the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing. It's too salt, just lost its flavor, but it's now good for nothing." But to be thrown out and be trampled underfoot by men, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light, not Jesus' light. We know it is His light because His light is in you. Let the light of Jesus. Shine through you. Let your light so shine before men, not before God. Your light, the light in your spirit, is shining before God. We want the outside one to shine before men. Can you meet a believer and you are doing funny things? You are committing adultery, and you say, "You see, I've got a light inside of me. Let that light shine to you." Or you are stealing, and yet you have the light of God. Yeah, that they may see your good works. Say good works. They are back again. Works and glorify your Father in heaven. So, other women will hear that you are not a good example, and they will follow you. 
imagine check your life just check your life as a person just check your life if people are to look at you are you a good example don't just point us to Jesus Jesus is in you I point us to the cross the cross is it's in you why do you want us to, to point us to a picture of a cross with, uh, without Jesus on a hill somewhere in Jerusalem that's where you are pointing us no are you, the, are you not the same person who says Jesus is now living in me so let's see him be a good example be a good example you see during the course of the week as I was meditating on this this was my prayer I want to be a good example in speech in conduct in purity in faith I want to be a good example in humility a good example as he loved I want to love as he served I want to serve as he healed I want to heal as he forgave I want to forgive and walk the very same way he walked so that when people look at me they will say he is a good example that is worthy to be followed I want you to open your mouth while you are seated where you are just pray to God I don't know what helped you on the message but whatever it is I want you to just say God help me help me help me help me. I want to be a good example I want people to be able because the Bible says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water out of your belly you out of your belly we need life to flow out of believers we need good character to flow out of believers we don't want to only celebrate what is sealed in your spirit we want it to manifest in the natural so that it can be a blessing to other people you cannot keep on falling the same the same hole the same pothole the same you know i hit a pothole a few days ago coming from hatis and every time i i now know where it is here this bottle here i went there yesterday i said to my wife this is where i hit the bottle i did not hit the bottle again he says you see there's a bottle here yeah i'm talking to god and to you as well yeah, while you're praying and laughing it's too fine scriptural we laugh in the holy ghost Don't, the same portal every time the same portal it's just like losing the same your money the same place you just put your your, your wallet here they steal from you here why not change and put it here or somewhere else it's called wisdom be a good example don't be the kind of a person that will be scared if we find you with a person and say, mm, will he survive we should be saying he's learning something good from this person. Not a person who says, oh, he will be told there that it's better to give to the poor. Do you know the poor? Did you die for the poor? You know their color? You know color of poor people? Ah, that money. What are we doing for poor people in this corona time? Ah, what are we doing for poor people? What are you doing for Jesus? Forget the poor. What are you doing for Jesus? Ah, poor people. Church must love poor people. Church is you. We are loving poor people. We are giving poor people. We just don't tell you. Just like I told you. We are praying. In our homes, we are praying. As individuals, we are praying. You are waiting for the church to call for a prayer. Be an example yourself. Don't be good in a crowd. Be good on your own as an individual you are blessed offering time
Now I want to give Jesus, not the poor. 